0: to Springfield's Classic Rockets, 534 and Guns and Roses with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be, uh, depending on where you are, in Northampton, there's a river flood warning by the Connecticut River in Northampton until tomorrow morning at 4 a.m., but then there's rain in the forecast, cloudy but clearing, a chance of a slight shower uh, later on today with maybe even a thunderstorm, Higher 91 tonight. You could have scattered thunderstorms. Could be heavy at times with a low of seventy, and then tomorrow another rainy day, more thunderstorms, and a high of eighty-two. It's uh, sixty-five degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Marty, is here for two more days. That's it, hanging in the home stretch, baby. We'll get around to talking about uh, last night's fun at the uh, at the loft. Yeah, I'm I'm happy you came out, man. Thank you for
1: uh, for coming. Out. It was great to see you guys. It was a great show. We had a blast. Good, yeah, good. And and like you said you got home and. Uh, we're able to get some sleep, so that's nice. I remember that stuff. <laughs> I remember not naps. So I remember this actual be, sleep. This must be like finals week in college for you. Yeah, yeah. I still have it. I still, I still got the, uh, I still got the old college Jimmy. So we'll talk
0: about that and a whole lot of other stuff this morning. It's five thirty-five in Rock One Hundred Two. Rock One Hundred Two, Springfield's classic rock. It's five fifty-five and AC/DC with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni in Rock One Hundred Two. Uh, there is a uh, river flood warning by the Connecticut River, especially in Northampton, until f- tomorrow morning at uh, 4 a.m. It's going to be cloudy, but uh, and then some clearing. But then by later today and into tonight, scattered thunderstorms could be heavy at times, low as 70. And then for tomorrow, morning thunderstorms, and then rain throughout the day, high of 82, which is great, because we really could yeah. use the extra rain. <laughs> need, a little, need a little sprinkle? <laughs> yeah, just a... You know, it's uh, I'm I'm worried about how this is going to uh, affect my crops. Yes, you know, all this dry red flag warning uh, weather
1: we're getting. <laughs> At least there's no risk of forest fire, so that's a
0: we got uh, like a self-dousing.
1: Uh, you know. you drive by one of those signs of uh, Smokey the Bear, and instead of it saying low risk, he's just got a snorkel and goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> and flip-flops. And flip-flops. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, last night's show. Yeah. At, uh, at the Loft. Had a great time last night, so we'll, uh, we'll get to more of the details about that.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to sharing and spreading the word. Awesome. That's uh, coming up in just a few minutes. It's 5.56 on Rock 102.
0: The following takes place between 6 a.m. and a.m. And seven a.m. It's five fifty-nine with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni. It's time for uh, the Pioneer Valley forecast, which is brought to you by Big Y, your family market. Sign up today and say with a My Big Y digital account. It's more than food; it's My Big Y. Visit your local Big Y today. There's a river flood warning by the Connecticut River in Northampton until tomorrow morning at four a.m. But uh, the forecast is looking like it could rain. Uh, cloudy today, but a chance of showers or thunderstorms. Uh, by the end of today, high of 91. Tonight, scattered thunderstorms could be heavy at times with the low of 70. And then for tomorrow, more thunderstorms, more rain throughout the day with a high of 82. It's uh, 67 degrees already
2: on Rock 102. This is Scott Cohen, Major League Baseball's All-Star break, is some referred to as the black hole of the professional sports world. The Major League season will resume tomorrow night and not a minute too soon. As for the Red Sox, they are 48 up and 43 down, currently in last place in the American League East, baseball's best division. So tough, in fact, that the last place Red Sox would be leading the American League Central by two and a half games. Whatever the case, the Red Sox will take on the Cubs at Wrigley Field tomorrow night. The Yankees just a game better than the Red Sox, and the standings will play at Colorado tomorrow. At Wimbledon, American Emerging Star Christopher Eubanks lost the five-set marathon in the quarterfinals to Daniil Medvedev on Wednesday. Top-seeded Carlos Alcaraz won in straight sets. The women's semifinals are this morning. Tough go for the U.S. men's soccer team, losing to Panama in the Gold Cup semifinals on penalty kicks. Panama will face Mexico, who beat Jamaica 3-0 in the other semifinal. And Celtic news, Chris Tapp's Porzingis, the newcomer, signing a two-year, $60 million extension that'll keep him in a Celtic uniform through the 25-26 season. Sports is brought to you by the Connecticut Lottery. I'm Scott Cohen with sports on Rock 102. Stay tuned for Bax's view from the couch.
1: And now... Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters. Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger wood-fired grills.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans! How the heck are you, folks? Remember when the Boston Red Sox won their first World Series in 89 years, thereby ending the often rumored curse against the team? Well, I sure do, and well, it's hard to believe that glorious and miraculous season happened 19 years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday i think many of us would have agreed that prior to 2004 we would have given up nearly anything to see the boston red sox win a championship an eyebrow a finger a toe possibly a testicle thankfully none of us had to do that but prior to that season it was always a consideration Yesterday reported that a police officer in Denver, Colorado lost his leg during the Denver Nuggets championship victory parade after beating the Miami Heat the NBA Finals to win their very first championship. Now, obviously, these are very exciting times for Nuggets fans having never won an NBA championship before. Clearly, this is an uncharted territory for these people. However, according to reports on June 15th, three days after winning the finals sergeant justin dodge was hit by a fire truck which was carrying several nugget players allegedly dodge was trying to control the swelling crowd when his leg got pinned underneath one of the tires and despite several surgical procedures to save the leg doctors were unsuccessful and the officer was forced to undergo an amputation below the kneecap now this is a horrible Gruesome injury that I wouldn't wish on anybody. A horrifying and tragic and incomprehensible thing to even think about. However, the Nuggets did win a championship, their first one in 56 years. All things considered, losing a leg is theoretically a small price to pay. Again, prior to 2004, I was willing to offer one or two of my own extremities just to see the Red Sox win a World Series in my lifetime. And while I wish Sergeant Dodge well and a speedy recovery, the Nuggets did beat the Heat in five games, and I think that's still pretty impressive. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Whatever is for dinner, grill it, roast it, smoke it, or bake it with the big green egg. See Michael at the East in a Rockies. He's a Rockies big green egg egghead. Michael knows his way around the big green egg, inside and out. Good people, rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6.09 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni here for two more days. That's it. Until Steve gets back on Monday. What? And then he can start preparing for his next trip. <laughs> and <laughs> and that'll be that. Hey, I had, a, uh, I had a great time last night. At, I'm so at the happy you, ca-
1: you guys came out. It was great seeing you.
0: Um, which, uh, you know... It, I remember that place as the old Septembers. And I sure. probably haven't stepped into that building since we did a work release uh, party there, there many, go. many years ago. Yeah. But a long, long time. And it was always a kind of a, a, a pretty cool place. You had that great view. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, you know, from the back of it. But walking in there now. It was like I had never stepped into that building before, and I've been in there a few times.
1: And I, if you didn't know where you were, and I blindfolded you, and I just took the blindfold off while you were standing in front of it, and you were staring at it from the outside, and then walked inside. Yeah. And I said, "This is the old September's." You would not, you wouldn't believe it.
0: No, I mean, and, and not that there was anything wrong with September's. Sure. September's was 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 perfectly fine. Well, no, Good I mean, I'll play.
1: say it because you're trying to be nice. It was uh, it was a hole. It was uh, falling into the ground. Uh, it was a, it was in a bad way. Yeah, and um, see that's okay for you to say. So yeah, that, it's not. It's probably not appropriate for me to say.
0: I mean, I believe me. Compared to some of the other crap holes that yes. we had been to, calling that place a crap hole
1: would actually uh, yeah. it, that's that's not fair. But back in the day, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, so the the owners that that own the the View Street Tavern and and the building and all that. I just do the comedy. Um, they. They bought that thing years back, and it took them about five years worth of renovations. So, wow, Nuno noons and Ed Nunes these they're two brothers from Chicago. I've known them my whole life. Uh, they came in there and gutted everything to the studs. They put additions on the place, uh, structural stuff. They did everything, and it's it's it is. It is beautiful, you know. Objectively, it is. it is beautiful. You uh, you showed me the upstairs space. Yes. You know, last
0: night with the uh, with the Mark Norman show, you cleared everything out on the uh, on the first floor.
1: Yeah, which is weird because you know the the comedy club is normally upstairs, but when we do a larger show like that, what we do is we flip it and we move everything downstairs. And last night was the first time that we did two shows in a night downstairs, large format shows. So we turned the upstairs that was the comedy club into the bar, basically. Right. And, but uh, that
0: looked, but even that part looked fantastic. Oh, thanks, like you yeah. could totally see where that room would work perfectly for, for smaller
1: comedy shows. It's it's awesome. It's it, I mean both places are great. Both rooms are awesome. Uh, the upstairs when you go to a comedy show there it's intimate. So if there's 50 people, you feel like this is amazing. You yeah. know, um, which we love. Comics love and and when that room is sold out upstairs, it's positively magical. Uh, and the same for downstairs. You know, last night was it was sold pretty much sold out downstairs. Yeah. And well,
0: I mean, I have to tell you, a, a Wednesday we made a night of it. So we had uh, we had dinner at the Munich House in the ah, Troubles. Yeah. What'd you, get, what'd you
1: get? What'd you get? Uh, chicken.
0: We, get the, we, get uh, we got the we got some the, the, the schnitzel. Oh, the Rom
1: schnitzel. Yep. Oh, so good. Yeah. Well, well if Ram. you're gonna come to Chicago, not a bad move. I mean, we have awesome food, but last night. Cause the big show, we're just doing a limited menu, you know, yeah. sliders, quesadillas, chicken wings, that stuff.
0: Well, if you know, we're gonna be in in uh, in Shigaby. You know, that was the place the we big. had. That yeah.
1: was the place we had our first date. Yeah, oh, uh, uh, nice.
0: yeah. So to going back there is always very very cool. So we went and then drove over to the club and uh, for a Wednesday night, uh, for you know, a, a Wednesday night comedy show, and Wednesday is not really known as comedy night anywhere in the
1: country no it's pretty much one of the worst nights usually for
0: comedy absolutely that crowd
1: at the seven o'clock show was slamming what a great crowd you know it was funny we were carlos garcia who's my house comic and and uh manager and, and everything he was busy checking in everybody yeah and we realized on the early show uh Mark's people I think they said, you know, why don't we do a two man show and and keep it tight because we had to we had to get out of there at a certain point. You know, we start show at seven. We wanted to be off stage by eight thirty the latest, flip the room, you gotta clean the room, everything yeah. else, turn the room over, get all the people out, and then open the doors for the people that were coming in that were we had were upstairs, you know, waiting to come down they come in at 9 the next show starts at 9:30 930, 9:35 somewhere around there um, carlos did the second show but um it was uh it was so busy that it was it was absolute insanity for that show so i had Carlos didn't wasn't even able to leave to introduce me to bring me on stage. So I just had to walk up cold with the microphone, yeah, and start talking. <laughs> and that is usually really a bad recipe to start a comedy show. And as soon as I walked on that stage and everyone started to really, yeah, you know, I was like, "Wow, what yeah. a Wednesday crowd." What a hell of a night. And Mark Norman was fantastic. He is he is one heck of a funny dude.
0: you so usually when a, when a, when a when a guy is uh Testing new material, you know, it's it's it can be a struggle because I mean, yes. the, the thing can can go right down to a crawl. But the way he did it, even the material that may not have been as strong, yes. he found a way to make that part of it. Funny, yeah. It was it was like that's that was that
1: took something. Keeping that one, losing yep. that one. Yeah, let <laughs> do that. It's it great. That was really cool, and I thought you did a fantastic job. Thank you, I appreciate it. I, I and,
0: and I'm li- I'm literally not just saying that to patronize you in any possible way. Nobody kiss your ass. But <laughs> since I I have seen you from the very beginning yep. to now, you've made a huge jump, and it was Thank absolutely you. fantastic.
1: It's a lot of years of hard work, you know, and and people don't see it usually uh but you saw me six months in and then you saw me two years in and uh i think maybe once between then and now but uh coming up on 15 years doing this jesus uh you know the hard work's starting to pay off on stage which is uh, uh, nothing but a, a blast for yeah. me you know but uh the cool thing was Mark who's normally used to doing theaters and big rooms and everything he was just using that as a kind of a workshop which yeah. is crazy to me um he said to me after the show he goes what a room he's like what a crowd what a room he's yeah. like this was fun and i was worried about the late show cuz wednesday late show that could be, be tough but they were they were they were good they weren't they weren't the seven but they were a they were a dang uh, strong nine thirty.
0: Well, well, usually the late show can be hit or miss, dicey, as, yes, because you know people start drinking oh, for yes. a while, yep. they're tired, it's been a long day. Yep. But uh, seven o'clock was cooking. I'm glad that the, that nine o'clock went well too, because that's yeah, I've seen that before, like a, like, a, like a late yeah. a late show on a Friday. Yep. You get a great crowd for the early show, but by 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 the nine o'clock on a Friday, like you're you're willing to. Start fighting on stage,
1: but I'll tell you those those that listened to me were like I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the 9:30 because Marty said it's kind of a <laughs> it's it's it could be like a <laughs> more intimate but also you know it could be it could be crazy. They got their money's worth because it was it was crazy in in the best of ways. And uh, you know tonight the first show sold out. Yeah, the second <clears throat> show were we're not sold out. There's some tickets available, but let's put it this way: I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise not getting them now. I would get them because I I felt bad, you know. By uh, the seven o'clock show, I had so many friends that are. Can you tell? Can you tell them that I'm outside? Can you tell them I'm here? Hey, can you do any magic, Marty? Yeah, what do you want me to do? I'll do a trick for you right here in the parking yeah, lot. But look, I can't look, get you in the place.
0: Listen, you you can't squeeze uh, ten pounds right. of crap into a five pound right.
1: bag, and you, and you can't you can't. uh Accuse me of not letting you know. I relentlessly promote this thing when we're on here, on my social media, and everything. You just didn't buy your tickets, and now you're you're out of luck. So you know? <laughs> this is what happened So
0: you know, I bought tickets in in advance, which you didn't have to. Do. I know I didn't have to, but I figured, well, you know what, this is a big show. You know, Mark Norman's a a, a comic that's, that needs to get paid a certain amount. Yes. I'm going to go buy tickets. Uh, you know, which when appreciate. you when you book a crappy show, that then I'll take the comp. But for, yeah. but for right now. <laughs> I'm happy to dish out a few bucks. So you and I are having this conversation. I know it was uh, yesterday, the day before. And you said, uh, you asked me uh, off the air, do you want to be in the front row? And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't, I don't need to be in the front <laughs> row. I really, on a comedy show, I'd rather not be in the front row. Put me in the back. He says, it's fine. So, well, every every seat's a good seat except we got two obstructed seats. I said, those are the ones I want. Yeah. I want the obstructed <laughs> the Fenway view. Park. View. Yes. And uh, so we get there last night, and you're showing us around, and, and uh and you you bring us you you, you get us our drinks you, you uh, escort us to our seats and sure as damn shooting we are in the <laughs> front damn row and I'm thinking oh God here we here it goes here it comes and thankfully we were not the target of any uh, no. of, of, uh, of uh of uh of your focus or or Mark's focus <laughs> I mean you did acknowledge me and that was cool and I, that was and that was fine but
1: um, I wanted to do that because I I you know you know, I'm just a temporary part of this show when uh, Steve vacations chronically now. But um, <laughs> but I uh, I hear it from the from the listeners all the time. They're yeah. so cool to me. They're so accepting of me. Um, and I I hear that thing, and it makes me think like, geez, you know, you and Steve are in here all the time. And if you're not out in public, you don't you you don't get that. You get one or two people that'll come up to you or whatever, or right. people you know. In that room, in a large space that wasn't a radio station event, per se, or anything like that, I just wanted you to hear how many people loved you and listened wow, to you. Was, and, uh, I mean, it did not disappoint when I announced you were in the building and pointed you out. Uh, even after, when you were leaving, you know, yeah. I had to walk you guys out the back door. Like
0: The only way that could have gone terribly
1: south no. is if you
0: said, Hey, everybody, Back from Rock 102 is here. And he's going to do ten minutes uh, <laughs> of unscripted,
1: unprepared material. I would have loved. I and I really would have loved to have you. If you had said you wanted to do it, I would have figured no, out a way that no, we would have no. made no, it happen. I'm, I I think
0: uh, y- you know what it's been. It's been so long that if I were ever to go back, I would have to do it in a small room, far away, under total anonymity. So that I. So that when I. You know, ate a big fat bag of D's No one actually could report back You're not going to believe what he did on stage
1: Well, I've seen you uh, get up uh, 15 years cold And murder for 20 minutes After I <laughs> totally tanked the entire room
0: Yeah, but you know, it's, it's all circumstance Had you, had you
1: killed done that well. night I would have done <laughs> terrible nah. Well, yeah, we. that's one of those things We should do some night upstairs at Lost Is do a little show with me, you, and Nagel uh, That would be fun That, that would be kind of that, fun That would be a good time but, but uh yeah if uh, if you ever get a chance to go
0: and support local live comedy whether it's yeah. a, a national act or a smaller act or even you know someone who's on their way up do yourself a favor go to the loft and you going to uh, you'll have a great great time
1: I, I appreciate it and you know uh my hope is that people listening will jump on the website right now get tickets for the late show loftcomedyclub.com and then all of my friends who can't be on the river now and they're everything's flooded or whatever this weekend We'll uh, get tickets for Saturday night. We have Doug Key upstairs, and uh, Doug is Mark's normal touring opener. And Doug is uh, very, very funny in his own right as a headliner, too. He just headlined New York Comedy Club, and he just released a special on YouTube. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so he's, he's going to be there Saturday, and then, of course, every Thursday... You guys who may listen may rem- may remember the fact that usually on Thursdays, not this Thursday, but every other Thursday, without fail, all you have to do is just show up at the door. 20 bucks, you get a buffet dinner and a show. Yeah, and uh, Marty
0: was sure to, was uh, very careful to show me the chafing dishes, so uh, <laughs> I can confirm there is a fact a buffet yes. waiting for you on the Thursday yeah. night
1: shows. Chef Larry and Chef Jeff Killett, those guys, uh, they put out a heck of a spread. And uh, it's uh, it's been great, man. It's it really is. Uh, it's fun because I'm doing it with my friends too. You know, I partnered up with the guys from the Comedy Connection who have been friends of mine since I got in the business, and uh, for the comedy part. And then uh, Ed Nuno, I've been lifelong friends. You know, the guys who own View Street. Right. So it's uh, it's a it's a fun use of my time. We'll say and It's a great use of that space. Yeah, and I'm I'm just so happy that you're able to come out and see it. I appreciate you and Jenny for uh for you know spending a Wednesday night doing that. I'm I was glad to hear that you that you had fun and you got some sleep. So I've heard <laughs> about that stuff. I can't wait to get some this week. Yeah,
0: you'll, you'll you'll find some time. Yeah. It's six twenty-three with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock One O Two. Rock One O Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's six thirty in bad company with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock One O Two. Uh, tomorrow, uh, a good possibility of comedian Yakov Smirnoff. Wow, well. we're talking a lot of comedy, but you know, when you bring out the big guns, all of a sudden,
1: you know what I'm talking about. In my country, it's like you've been in this country longer than I've been born, so technically, it's more <laughs> your country than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that'll uh, that'll be happening uh, tomorrow, sometime I think uh, after eight o'clock. But we'll. Uh, I'm excited to talk to. Him. He was like somebody that when I was a kid I would watch.
0: Yeah, know? no, I mean he was. Listen, he had his moment, and he's doing. He's still doing stuff. He's still involved in things.
1: He was. He was getting paid back when comedy was. I mean, people are getting paid again now. Uh, but he was. I'm sure he doesn't have to work again if he doesn't want to. Yeah.
0: So that's uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. We have news coming up next to on Rock 102.
2: Who is serve you? Well, if you need it locked, we've got the key. But if you get locked out, we'll let you in. If the combo is lost, we'll crack it open. Lost your key? We'll re-key your locks to a new key. And if you want to save money on a computer chip car key, we'll do it for less. Experience
0: why banks, hospitals, and government agencies view us as the winning combination. We're Serve You Locksmiths. Serve You Locksmiths, 977 St. James Avenue, Springfield. Your key to savings. Call 732-8538 or visit us online at serveyullocksmiths.com. Leon Nissans are in style, in stock, and ready for delivery all month long. If you're looking to lease your next Nissan, do it at Leon Nissan in Enfield with no giant down payments low monthly payments and their exclusive three years of no charge maintenance on all Leon nissans including no charge oil changes tire rotations and more stop in and ask for manager Miguel aponte for your exclusive offers only at Leon nissan palumba drive and enfield see dealer for full details you've
1: seen them at america's got talent and deal or no deal my
0: wife wanted my son to be homeschooled right now see him live here's the thing he was
2: not accepted
0: Howie Mandel Saturday, July 29th at Mohegan Sun Arena (laughs) I was in his room when he got the letter and he knows our handwriting so it was sad
2: Tickets on sale now For tickets, go to Ticketmaster.com Don't
0: miss Howie Mandel Visit MoheganSun.com for more information
2: Buy,
1: build, renovate, or refinance your home with Monson Savings Bank. Their friendly
2: and local lenders will help you find the perfect mortgage loan solution to get started. Visit MonsonSavings.Bank, your bank forever. Member FDIC, equal
1: housing lender.
2: L3 Harris is hiring. Visit their career fair at their Northampton facility located
0: at 50 Prince Street on Saturday, July 22nd from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. For more details, go to L3Harris.com slash careers and search Northampton. That's L3Harris.com. Dot com slash careers. It's 633 with Baxson Nagle and Marty Caproni. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today, get 0% financing on select models. Uh, there is a river flood warning by the Connecticut River in Northampton until Friday morning, tomorrow morning at 4 a.m., Speaking of which, uh, Governor Moore Healy toured flood damages sections of uh, Western Mass on uh, Wednesday by air and on the ground, speaking with responders and people who saw their homes inundated in a flash. The, uh, the assessment of damage that might lead to a federal uh, emergency management agency uh, could take weeks, unfortunately. Healy's flying through uh, Western Mass uh, over Northampton, Williamsburg, and the hills, another, uh, another flight up to Northampton came hours after flood waters crested on the Connecticut River while the region continues to dry out. Highway workers uh, still reconstructing washed-out roads and awaiting the all-clear for bridges to reopen for inspection. State Agricultural Commissioner Ashley Randall of South Deerfield also expected to tour flood-damaged farms uh, yesterday, maybe even today. Uh, Healy said her flight into Northampton showed how badly the the Connecticut River bottomland was uh, damaged, and according to the governor... When you look at the Connecticut, for example, you just see how brown it is. <laughs> yeah, it's Turb-cast. all it's all brown. <laughs> the uh, The bulk of the recent rain fell Sunday into Monday, but yesterday morning, uh, the Connecticut River in Massachusetts achieved its highest level, nearly four feet above flood conditions. That's according to the National Weather Service. That's because most of the water filling up in the Connecticut banks is coming from vermont and it finally landing here you you said uh, the other day it takes about a day and a half for it to flow all the way down now it's here the uh, river is expected to subside out to a minor flood territory by this morning at nine and then out of flood action by friday at nine and the rain that's a that's uh, being predicted now according to uh, bill latham a meteorologist at the national weather Service. While there is rain in the forecast, it's unlikely to have a massive effect simply because of the scale of the rain that's coming nowhere near what they got in you know Vermont over the over Sunday through Monday. So yeah. if there's uh, any good news, that's it.
1: But it's brown. you know what I out of that whole thing that I that really irked me was the federal government might take weeks to be able to do this, and this is why. I said, when everyone was so upset, they found cocaine in the White House. I was like, "Hey, uh, everything I know about that stuff, it seems to it seems to uh, give people some energy to get stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need more cocaine and more federal offices. Maybe that's exact. I think you're right. <laughs> they're like, we got to we got to fix this uh, flooding right here. <laughs> you know, <just>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a bunch of you know, pot heads or, uh, right. or something like that. You you may not get around." Yeah. Right. The fixing a flood area hey, bro
1: it's cool man we're gonna get the checks out i don't know why you're panicking the cocaine they're like there's rain next thursday i just gotta check on wednesday this is amazing
0: listen i know there's a disaster in that part of the country but um i just smoked like a whole bag of <laughs> weed and uh i'm about to binge
1: breaking bad for the
0: ninth <laughs> time when i'm done with season six then we'll be out there with some mops
1: yeah, you know, the, the 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 weed really is not a uh, a usual motivator. I think for for most, people. well, some people. I have a few friends. Oh, I know. swear by it. I know swear by it.
0: Speaking of which, uh, traffic stop in uh, in Chicopee uh, turned into a drug arrest uh, on Tuesday, according to uh, the Chicopee Police Department. An officer pulled over a car speeding on Fairview Avenue, which I will say uh, is where my uh, sad divorce guy apartment was. Right on that very street. Right on Fairview yeah. Avenue. Right on Fairview Avenue. When officers uh, spoke to the driver, identified as 20-year-old Emmanuel Nieves, uh, they saw a large bag of what they believed was uh, marijuana on his lap. Uh, Officials confirmed after a search of the car, they found another bag of marijuana where the passenger, 18-year-old Sebastian Johnson, was sitting. And due to the amount of marijuana and packaging, they were both placed under arrest. Authorities also discovered a mason jar with marijuana and $14,000 in cash. Now, I don't know where two Utes. These two Utes? Where these two Utes come up with $14,000 unless there is a, uh, there's something going on with that weed. Like it was maybe not just for own personal use.
1: Well, listen, here's what I was going to say. When you said it was a drug arrest, first thought was, I mean, what traffic stop in Chicopee isn't one? Uh, (laughs) Second uh, thought was that you were going to say, it there was fentanyl or heroin nope. or this all weed. I, I don't know. I mean that sucks to get arrested for it when you're in a town that has three stores that sell it.
0: Yeah, but you but the the law is very specific I about know. how much you can have on right. your body. Right. I mean you can listen, you can smoke weed all day long, right? But if you got like say a pound of it,
1: sure, yeah, then you are probably going to get uh, some trouble for it. Yeah, it just, it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but, you know. So they're 18, so they, they, that's a weird thing, too. Growing up never in a place where weed was illegal. You know what I mean? Back in the day, I mean, wow. geez, even a little bag of weed and you could be going to jail. Yeah. Know?
0: Like, their their entire adulthood right. has had legalized, <laughs> legalized marijuana.
1: Legalized weed. So, it's like, hey. So, like, when you were like, and there was a mason jar. I'm like, here it comes. That's where the fentanyl was. You're like, with more marijuana. I'm like, eh. <laughs> So some kids selling some weeds to their friends
0: but he's got 14 thousand dollars in the
1: car that's a lot yeah, yeah that's, for, that's, for an
0: 18 19 year old
1: kid that's a lot of cash to have well he's also an uh, entrepreneurial guy you know uh
0: the Springfield Police Department firearm investigation unit seized 315 illegal firearms on monday in just two years since the uh since the unit was created on july 9th 2021 uh police superintendent Cheryl Clapper announced that the FIU was created to remove illegal firearms from circulation and according to the Springfield Police Department, uh, this is to help reduce violent crime because oftentimes violent crime comes with guns.
1: Is this is true. Uh, yes,
0: it is true. From uh, 2015 to 2019, the former narcotics narcotics unit, unit uh, that was focused on drugs seized 244 illegal, illegal firearms compared to the 315 illegal firearms that the FIU seized in just two years. So that's actually pretty good work. From for four years to two years, you've received you've you've taken more guns off the street.
1: Listen, I think that's a great use of uh, police resources. Right? I do. Too. I I don't really care so much if uh, someone's got bags of weed on them uh, as much as I do if they have a bunch of illegal guns that are untraceable because usually that means they're up to some real bad stuff. Well, these
0: two kids are going to get you know they'll get arrested, and be you know out tomorrow or yeah. they're probably even not today for
1: for all well, I know. I mean, and by the way, I mean, yes, they had $14,000 cash. Yes, they had weed. But the one thing missing in that story, which is always part of the story, was they didn't have guns on them. So, you know, that's kind of a nice change of pace. Yeah,
0: it's, it's nice to know the kids dealing drugs are doing it yeah. uh, without having to rely on weapons. Sure, exactly. Yeah, that's that's kind
1: of nice. Right. I that's mean, yeah, it's friendlier. It's a friendlier uh, contraband.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, business. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? You're driving around Chigabee for $14,000. I, mean, I mean, there's nothing you can't do in Chigabee for 14000 You imagine you pull up to, like, the Red Fez. You're underage. You could probably drink there all day. Uh, Not that I'm saying they would uh, serve minors, but I'm just picking out random places. You know what I mean? They can go anywhere,
1: really. $14,000. I'm pretty sure you could almost buy the Red Fez. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I actually loved. I used to go there for steak all the time. They used to have a real. I don't know. I haven't been there in years. I like the Fez. I, I used to love it. They used yeah. to, I, I haven't been there in the, quite a few years, but I used to, they used to have a real good New York strip. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. Talking about food, food again. Yeah, it's,
0: only, s- it's only 6. <laughs> no one in the morning. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, for those of you thinking that you were going to win uh, Powerball, guess what? No winner last night. Uh, so now it has bloomed up to $875 million with an estimated lump sum cash value of $441.9 million before taxes. Uh, Wednesday num- was numbers, uh, they were like uh, no tickets with all six, two sold, one in Florida and Indiana that matched the first five for a million bucks. And, of course, there was no winner drawn Tuesday for Mega Millions. That is going to be moved up to $560 million. I guess
1: maybe I'm, I am stupid, so I should even qualify with maybe. I'm a pretty dumb guy, but can you tell me how they already know it's going to be 875 million if it's based on the sales of the things? Do they just have a projection and that's what they assume, or
0: I think yeah, because it's an estimation.
1: Okay, so I
0: mean, it's I think they assume that because it's at that level, right, that they're going to have sales that will reach at least 875, but yeah, you know, by Saturday. But you never know.
1: I mean, what, I say, what if everyone with, goes nuts and now it's a billion? Isn't that the story? right? It could be.
0: It, let's let's say realistically, it jumps up to nine hundred million. Yeah, that's you know that's probably a, a conservative uh, estimate. But let's yeah. say it goes up to nine hundred million. Well, you know that's because people are going to go out of their way to get tickets when somebody wins. And the following week happens. Guess what? No one's going to go out to
1: buy tickets. You know, I kind of hope I win, and I hope it's nine hundred million. Stand in line in that one. I don't want to win 875. It's, it's a crappy number to tell people. <laughs> yeah, but with those numbers, like, what's the difference between, you know, 25 million here or there? I mean, I'd, I'd blow that 25 million at MGM. I would. Just to try to get the status. I, <laughs> they will not move the, me. Just to get the M they reward They will points. not move me up on my M rewards. <laughs> what about me as Sapphire, sir? Yeah. I'm classier than a Sapphire. Please move me up. Yeah, you need to play a little bit more aggressively. You know if I had 800 said so, oh, I'd go down I'd I'd color it all in for chips and then I would just go cash it all back out and see if they
0: <laughs> the, uh, the only see. time I'm up at a casino is when they have the buffet. you know I'm up uh, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll get dinner rolls or you know for Shit.
1: hours. It's the only way I'll beat the house I uh, they, they don't have a buffet at MGM do they They do not no I love a good casino buffet. You've been to Vegas, right? No, I... I, You've never been to Vegas? I've never been to Vegas. I've turned it down three times. I've always been terrified to go to Vegas because I hear all the stories, and I'm like, I don't... What if I go there and I lose my mind and I just... Nothing I've ever done in my life. They're just like, uh... Then you'll look like everybody else going to Vegas. (laughs) I just have this weird feel like I end up, they'd be like, uh, the news story would be like, uh, Marty probably found dead on a pile of cocaine with six Ukrainian hookers around him. and <laughs> I'd be like, that's not even who I am as a person. I don't know what happened. I got off the plane, and the next thing I know, I was like, hey, oh, I'm wearing <laughs> velvet suit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what happens stays in Vegas. That's, yeah, not yeah. really. I don't think it, yeah. yeah. That, that that bad case of uh,
0: burning herpes is probably going to last yeah. for a while.
1: That cocaine addiction, probably not, you're not just leaving that at the airport before you <laughs> fly out. You know,
0: there's a river flood warning by the Connecticut River in Northampton until tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. It's going to be cloudy today, but a chance of showers tonight with a high of 91. Those showers could continue tonight, including a scattered thunderstorms. Some could be heavy. And then for tomorrow, more thunderstorms, more rain and a high of 82, 65 degrees right now on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 653 and Pearl Jam. With Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Rock 102. The uh, the forecast is uh, not great. There's a river flood warning uh, by the Connecticut River, especially in Northampton, until tomorrow morning at 4. Otherwise, uh, today, cloudy, but clearing for a little while, and then the showers come. Uh, high of 91. Scattered thunderstorms tonight. Some could be heavy, low of 70. And then for tomorrow, more thunderstorms. Rain throughout the day. The good news is it may not have a great effect on the flooding at least locally simply simply because it's not coming down nearly like they had Sunday through Monday up in in Vermont so uh, that uh, that's some good news
1: I, I mean any any news that's good news related to rain or water right now is is welcome
0: well uh, I was reading uh, something I uh, talking about the 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 farmlands that are oh, yeah. uh, that are being damaged anytime you have water touch crops crops that's a disaster. I mean, that's yeah. basically saying um, then that it's it's you it know, pretty much a wipeout.
1: Stuff. Well, the, I mean, common sense is telling me if they're warning us about sewage and effluent in the river all the time, you probably don't want that all over your corn or your watermelon or, or whatever. you wash it off.
0: Yeah, I yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that you, that's why you boil it. Yeah, that's true. To get good the point. effluent off of the yeah, corn. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, I like my cobs effluent free. <laughs> I just want to put butter and salt on it. That's it. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a joke that just popped in my head and I'm almost tired enough that I was going to say it. And I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, Marty, you're in the you, wrong place. You're yeah, in the wrong place.
0: Get away from me, Satan.
1: Not <laughs> say, today. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's in my ear. Do it. Do it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. So, um,
0: yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting how, I mean, you know, millions of gallons are being dumped into the river yeah. right this moment. It's so crazy. But the flooding is so bad that that has become the news story. And we've kind of gotten off the uh, the effluence of the of the Connecticut River. Like that's that's not so much of the top
1: of mind awareness that we're dealing with. I'm really upset that uh, no one has stepped forward to sponsor my idea of a turdcast. cast. I really, I know. I think what happens is is that uh, that stuff is flowing into the river so heavily. That they
0: can no longer count
1: that high. I, I I agree with you because we used to get the numbers. It was like yeah. six million gallons, 9 million, 13 million gallons, and then it, the last like week of after all this, it's just like don't go in the river. <laughs> it's nothing about how many gallons are there. They're like yeah. it's just all poo.
0: I mean, I know how I know how I am with math, so I'd probably like lose count after like nine or ten gallons.
1: One thousand one, one thousand two, one thousand three. <laughs> oh, shoot, I gotta count again. <laughs> I got to start all the way from one. <laughs> the one guy, that's his job. The ter- The turd counter, ter- ter- <laughs> fecal engineer, one guy, whatever.
0: It's uh, just about 657 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 709 in Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock 102. Um, We were talking earlier this week, Um, Leslie Van Houten from the Manson family. Yeah. Okay, she was uh released from prison after serving 50 years of a life sentence. <laughs> um as you know, she was involved in some a uh, couple of bad things here and there with the Manson family f- at the age few. of 19. Yeah. Um she gets released this week, but according to a report on CNN, you know what her uh, net
1: worth is? This is going to enrage me.
0: Uh, Leslie Van Houten's net worth comes in large part from her notoriety and the role she played in the killings that have now made have now become one of the most uh, you know important criminal stories in uh, history. Estimates for her net worth range anywhere from one million to fifteen million dollars. It's unclear whether net worth is based on how much money she actually has or how much her earnings could be if she signs a book deal or does any work
1: to reclaim her notoriety. Fifteen million dollars this shows what kind of naive idiot i am because when we talked about this the other day I was like, well, how is she going to get social security cuz she hasn't been working for the 50 years that she's in jail.
0: Yeah, she didn't uh, she doesn't have enough quarters to uh, to participate.
1: Y- yeah, don't think she uh, don't think she cares. I thought there was a law against that. Wasn't there a law where you're not supposed to be able to profit from your I, crime if it was a violent crime like that? I
0: believe so. But you know, net worth doesn't necessarily mean money that she has access to. This it could be true. just money that that her estate could be worth any money that uh, Van Houten likely comes from uh, her notoriety and a book deal and other opportunities over the years. The money is a direct result of who she is and has little to do with any money that she or her parents had prior to uh, to the murders. Um, she's, you know, she's, you know, she's going to be paroled. Uh, the governors are going to stand in the way of that. But yet, yeah, I would think that if you've committed these heinous crimes, even at the age yeah. of 18, 50 years ago, the idea that you have $50 million potentially at your disposal
1: is enraging. It is kind of enraging. To those of us with negative net worth is enraging. Those of us who haven't massacred uh, people is enraging. But I, you know what? Her last name is Van Houten. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just me, but that sounds like a rich name, doesn't it? You got go a van, any, yeah.
0: Anytime you have a van in
1: Something. your name, right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so maybe it's maybe it's parents' money too. I don't know. That's hey,
0: here's the thing I don't get. So she's worth between one and fifteen million. Yeah. When Charles Manson died, at the time of his death, he was only worth four hundred thousand. That's still a lot of money. Yeah, but what did she do that was so special? No, that she good. that that she. Uh, <laughs> that she but she made all the cash, and Charles
1: made, you know, just went destitute. She's a, Well, she was a pretty lady, but that was before OnlyFans, so I know she wasn't selling f- pictures of her feet on the internet. Was she? I, don't, I don't think so. You know, but prison feet. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> odd. There's probably a category out there <laughs> <laughs> on one of those websites for prison feet.
0: I always thought the maximum you could make in prison was like... Uh, Cigarettes and the uh the yeah. ingredients for a grilled cheese sandwich
1: made on a radiator. You know how many license plates you need to make to either have four hundred thousand oh, or can't even, can't even count one night. million or fifteen million? You're it's a be, lot. You gotta really be busting your hump to make that right. kind of money in prison. Right. It's that's ridiculous to me that she could she could get out of jail and be wealthy. I mean, yeah. that's wealthy. I mean, had I known
0: right. that prison time would be so lucrative. Right. I yeah. would have committed some terrible
1: crimes. Yeah, maybe joined, maybe joined up the Manson family or whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, I would have been the less violent members. You'd be the you'd be the fun, likable one. Yeah. Of course,
0: I would have been two and a half, but uh, <laughs> which you know, which, which would have shown a lot of initiative at, yeah. uh, at that age.
1: It's very highly motivated baby.
0: This one, he's
1: oh, you should see the hellfire <laughs> <in> that little <laughs> child's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> he's a scamp. That kid. <laughs> you should see this toddler with a chainsaw. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah they let him be the decoy he's, let him be the distraction he's beyond his ears man when you see this kid with a knife you can't believe he's only two and a half yeah you know, I mean the, the twisted thing is
0: you know so many other people have made millions yeah. off of this off of
1: this uh this tragedy with the Manson. Family. all that money should go to the victims families
0: it it should um like yeah I don't know if you saw you know you you didn't see the uh, the Dahmer
1: series. I did um, the the Netflix one? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. You did see it. Yeah, I did end up seeing it. Yeah. Well,
0: there was a whole section about how his dad, um Lionel Dahmer...
1: yeah, almost had, it seemed like he conditioned the kid uh, the way they slanted that uh, um story.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it was I don't believe it was intentional from the guy, but but nevertheless at the end of the end of the story, he had received a book deal. And um Yeah, there was so much backlash over the idea that he would somehow profit off of his son's crimes that, you know, that's why those laws exist.
1: I kind of agree with that. Even if the father didn't do anything illegal, I I guess you used to, in this country, just rely on, like, the moral kind of integrity of, like, I don't want to do that. You know, my kid did all that. That's horrifying. I don't want a piece of that. But now we live in such a materialistic world that it's like, well, I can get a new boat. Let me talk about my kid. Yeah. Except, you know, let's just say that uh, for for hypothetical,
0: yeah, that, yeah. you know, Lionel Dahmer wasn't the one, wasn't responsible for, you know, Jeff's you know psychological uh, damage. Let's right. just say that it wasn't. But your kid does something that heinous. It's not easy to go back to work the following Monday and pick things up where you left off. How was your weekend? Ugh, well, I don't even, where do I begin? Uh, we had a, we spent a lot of time with family
1: uh, last weekend. I've been but, struggling going back, thinking of all those dishes that my son brought to Easter dinner and. Uh, <laughs> The casserole where I thought that was a toenail, yeah, you know, right, it's all right. those things.
0: The time you went to the 4th of July fireworks <laughs> pa- uh, picnic with manwiches, I, uh, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's like, you know, how do you go back to work and, uh, you know, go back to your normal life? I mean, is a possibility the guy's facing, you know, his own financial ruin because, you know, he's the father of a serial killer.
1: Yeah. And, and you know i've seen it you've seen it done the appropriate ways though so you've seen some of like the parents of these kids with the school shootings and stuff where they're like look i love my kid cuz it's my kid but my kid's a monster and you know yeah. moving on you know what i mean they, they whether they're still in their life or not you don't see them releasing books and pro- it's just gross to me to profit off that you know
0: but yet there's been everything from, you know, books to films to
1: uh, serial awesome.
0: killing trading cards. Remember those? Yeah. That came out for a while.
1: You know who I blame for that? The the white ladies. They love anything to do with serial killing. The the that podcast, there's a serial killing podcast. Yeah. It's like one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And my buddy's like, yeah, though they they know the listenership. It's like 90% uh white ladies between 30 and 50 that listen to the podcast. Yeah. And it well, makes me wonder, it, like, is there a thing there where they're like, hmm.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's specific to a to a gender. I think yeah. that um, I think people are fascinated by it. Yeah, fascinated by the idea that someone could have that kind of mentality to do it and then get away with it for as long as they. I mean, look at the, like BTK. That guy was out there forever before yeah. he finally made a mistake, and and uh,
1: and that was the end of that. Look at me, I'm so
0: stupid. That
1: I thought BTK was a Korean pop group. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I thought it was
1: a fast food hamburger. Yeah, That's yeah. what I thought. Well, they don't do it your way. No, uh, not, not, not that no, way. No, no. Not that way. Those those podcasts, though, so the murder podcast. I, I was telling you off here uh, the other day. My, my friends have a podcast. Uh, my buddy, uh, J- uh, Jimmy Wishman, has a podcast called Small Town Murder. It is. This is how specific the podcast is. It goes to <laughs> murders in towns of 15,000 people or less. Wow. And, and when I say this podcast has changed his life and his kid's life and his kid's kid's life, it has really been an amazing thing for him. And you know how they got their start? One of their friends was on that big murder podcast and they were doing live thing and she was like, why don't you guys start a podcast? He was opening for them on the tour of their, yeah. their tour. And he started the podcast. They must have talked about it on their podcast and the rest is history. Now he's... Oh, he's tripping over his stacks oh, of cash Oh, my God, he he FaceTimes me all the time. He's like, here's my new house. I just put a new pool in. It's got fire. He has flames next to the pool, and the mm-hmm. water shoots over the pool, the whole thing. I mean, and I love him, so I'm happy for him, but I'm also like, my Lord. Yeah.
0: See, that's a that's a professional uh, type of experience. If you, if you do a, a Zoom call on Baxi's <laughs> musical podcast, yeah. and you see what kind of room I'm dealing with, <laughs> I'm in a basement room that's got a bookshelf- of unorganized and uncategorized CDs in the bookshelf and then a black moving blanket held together by hooks. Wow. That is what I'm dealing with.
1: That's kind of, uh, to me, what a podcast is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, Like an
0: old guy in his basement with nothing else to do.
1: Right. I was, like, trying to FaceTime Jimmy back and, like, Hey, Jimmy, check out my podcast. temporary pool. I got an Ocean State job lot for $299. <laughs> huh? Look at this. There's even a ladder to climb into it. Don't touch the sides. Yeah. Don't touch the sides.
0: May not be the, infin- yeah. the the salt water infinity pool that you're dealing with, no, but yeah. this one uh, this one will fit me and my dog.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you will put my dog in that pool because uh, those things, I when I bought it, I was like, all right, if this lasts three years, I'll be thrilled. And that's exactly what it lasted. And Took it down right before it would have released and flooded my house and my ah, neighbors. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah.
0: And now look what could have happened. If you had that thing up now, you could... <laughs>
1: I, I wouldn't have to fill it. No. It nice. You 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 could drain it and let yeah.
0: the, the acid rain, you
1: know, <laughs> fill it for a while. <laughs> remember acid rain? They don't talk about that anymore, huh? Nah, I think that was all a fad. It was a thing. Yeah. It, was so like, it lasted yeah. For like a blink of an eye. And then the, they, they, they... Yeah, the rays. I remember as a kid being like, don't... I can't stay out in the rain. It's acid. And now, um, yeah, now you're just worried about uh, you know fecal matter and cr- bad crops. You know, how I know as a dumb kid, I've never told anybody this. After the acid rain thing, I it was raining out, and I put baking soda in my hand, and I went out. <laughs> as it turned to paste, I was like, "This didn't go the way I thought." It. I thought it was going to be like one of those volcanoes and bubble up. <laughs> I'm sure my neighbors watched that and they're like, "Look at look at the Caproni kid! What an idiot, huh? Look at this kid! <laughs> He's not going to mount the head." Can he you believe he goes to school on a regular sized bus? <laughs> what, what is he, some <laughs> kind of comedian? <laughs> you're right. You're
0: right. <laughs> it's 7:21 on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 7:27 and Pat Benatar with Bax Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Uh, he is coming back on Monday, by the way. So uh,
1: you're going to get a chance to take. Uh, a hard earned nap. I just need a just a nap from uh from Monday to Wednesday. I'll be available <laughs> after that. <laughs> it's
0: funny. Uh Rock 102 presents the classic rock summer brought to you by Leo Tota Wilbraham now through Labor Day weekend. You listen to Rock 102 all summer long uh, for details on how to grab your share of the summer stash of prizes. We're giving away a twenty-five dollar gift card to the Hangar Pub and Grill every weekday, now through Labor Day. And if you want to win, it's really simple. You go to rock102.com, you sign up, and then you listen to Pat Kelly every weekday afternoon, which actually is the most challenging part. Uh. The uh, Classic Rock Summer brought to you by Leota Wilbraham, only on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Poor Pat Kelly.
0: You know, I, I, I love Pat. I didn't say it was an awful thing to do. I just said it of the of the many <laughs> things involved in in winning, if that's the most uh. challenging. That's all. It's not. It's not meant
1: as a uh-huh. as a hurtful criticism. It's like i just. It's it's very easy to win. Pat's out here saving dogs every every show and, <laughs> and busting the <his> stones. <laughs> that's he can handle it. Don't you worry right, about right. a thing.
0: We got news coming up next to Rock 102. <laughs> 731 with Bax Nagel Nagle and Marty Caproni. It's time for news brought to you by Servio Locksmith. They got a key for that St. James Avenue in Springfield or ServioLocksmith.com. There's a uh, river flood warning by the Connecticut River by uh, Northampton until uh, Friday morning at uh, 4 a.m. There's lots of uh, there's lots of news about uh, all the flooding. The bulk of the recent rain that fell Sunday through Monday uh, was here by Wednesday. Um, as you know, the rain and the flooding was much worse in Vermont and in New York, we got spared a good deal of it, but a lot of that water is now making its way down the river into Massachusetts. Uh, and, uh, as, as a result, you're four feet above flood conditions, um, at its highest reading yesterday. That's because the water filling up the Connecticut banks is coming from the intense rainfall from Vermont. That's according to uh, Bill Latham, a meteorologist for the National Weather Service in Norton. Uh, the river is expected to subside out of minor flood territory by this morning at 9 and then out of flood action by Friday at 9. Uh, Latham says that the rain for later this week could complicate that prediction, but it's unlikely to have a massive effect. Latham added that rainfall from these thunderstorms that we'll have tonight and tomorrow would increase the risk of future flooding, but that it was nothing in the immediate forecast of the same caliber of the storms that were in Vermont that's that's caused all the problems locally. Yesterday, the uh, the governor, Maura Healy, toured flood-damaged sections of uh, Western Mass uh, by air and on the ground, speaking with responders and people who saw their homes uh, inundated with water in a, just a blink of an eye. Uh, the federal emergency management aid uh, agency aid that could uh, that could take weeks before anybody finally sees a dime of that and uh, she went to Northampton Williamsburg uh, uh, also uh, took a flight to North Adams and uh, said that uh, when you look at the Connecticut for example uh, you just see how brown it is well wow. that's a very good observation I wonder why that is maybe that's Maybe that's two things working all, all simultaneously. It's
1: a weird observation. You see all these people, their homes in jeopardy, their crops destroyed. I'm really surprised at how brown the water is, aren't you? <laughs> well, you, know do you? Do you know how flooding works, lady? It's, you,
0: know? it's, um, you see, when, when, the, when the water is filled with dirt
1: and effluent, this is what happens. Well, It looks so brown. Well, there you go. Maybe that uh, every week we're reporting the 13 million (laughs) gallons of sewage being discharged into the river.
0: Yeah, it's just so ridiculous that if anyone's property has been damaged or the infrastructure has been damaged, it would take weeks before the emergency, you know, the FEMA funds come in
1: and uh, and help pay for part of the repair. And that's why I was saying, you know, they found this cocaine in the White House, and everyone's upset about it. But I was like, maybe. That would be a good thing, getting government to work for you a little faster. You know, maybe they found out in the FEMA offices, everyone would have their check by tomorrow.
0: <laughs> you know, if I won uh, if I won Powerball, yeah. you know, the next uh, jackpot uh, is going to be 875000000 bucks. million. I'd be
1: willing to donate a few bucks off the top to help.
0: Would you? Well, I mean, I'm what not giving... You, what not,
1: would you give? That's the question. Yeah, $875 million after tax lump sum before. You probably walk with 300 million. What what do you give to donate to the to the cause?
0: <laughs> I give a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, 300, nice. 200, something yeah, like that. That should nice. uh that should fix like a yeah. like a street sign or something. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, of course, you know. Uh the Powerball grand prize uh, grew last night. No winners for the uh, the giant jackpot. So Saturday's drawing is now 875 million. Uh, With an estimated uh, lump sum cash value pre-tax of
1: 441.9. Think of the fun and chaos you can cause with that money. Lunch is on me. All right. If if uh, if we went on if I win on Saturday. Where do we go? That's the question. I don't know. That's our it's, favorite thing to talk about. no, no it's a <laughs> Where do we go? Frigos? We go to Frigos? Uh,
0: I mean, Frigos is good, but I mean, uh, I probably want some place that I can sit down and spread out. There's not a lot of tables at Frigos. Uh, That's kind of a more takeout type of thing. I'll
1: tell you what. You win $875 million. You can buy. We'll have dinner at View Street Tavern. And then when the check comes, I'll be like, "We had a small miscalculation. That is nine hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for those chicken tenders. We <laughs> just had a price increase. You did ask for extra dipping so yeah. that's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the uh,
0: two uh, two numbers uh, in Florida and Indiana matched the first five numbers of Powerball last night for a million dollar prize. And of course, uh, Mega Millions uh, no winner. So the Friday's uh, jackpot drawing will be an estimated five hundred and sixty million dollars. Uh, the Greenfield DPW has joined with lo- a local business called Compost Cooperative, uh, uh, known as the Compost Co-op, for, for food scraps. Uh, and uh, residents in Greenfield will now have an annual trash sticker. They can drop off their food scraps at the Greenfield Transfer Station free of charge. Here's the uh, the problem with that: uh, getting it all down there. Um, Apparently, a compost co op brings more than 130 tons every year to Martin's Farm, which is the largest commercial composter in Western Mass. I did not realize that. Okay. The things you can bring are meat, fish, bones, dairy, eggs, and eggshells, fruit, vegetables, rice, pasta, bread, tea bags, coffee grounds, solid or uh, soiled or waxed paper, paper towels, egg cartons, plates, and small wooden crates. Here's what you can't bring plastic bags.
1: That's a fair... That's a fair th- Which is the receptacle that you would use to bring your food scraps True. to Greenfield. You know what always upset me uh, is when you go to these places and everything's organic and blah, blah, blah. Oh, we have organic local grown lettuce. Yeah. It, it, and everyone's like, I'm doing the healthy thing. But it comes in a plastic box. Yeah, you're not doing... <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not But doing is anything. it one of those biodegradable things that look like plastic. plastic. It's made out of oil. It's a carcinogen. Like, you're not doing anything better than me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just doing something to make yourself feel better. That's all.
0: The other things that you can't bring, can't bring, uh, okay, so plastic bag, wrappers, or plastic wrap. They want you to recycle that at local stores. Liquid, plastic utensils, styrofoam, plastic cups, or plate, trash, plastic metal or glass, or pet waste. So Now that's a biodegradable substance.
1: Save all your dog poo. Don't throw it in the Connecticut River. We're 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 full on poo, right? And you bring it to Martin's farm.
0: But that's a natural, uh, you know, really? biological, biodegradable substance. Now, to me, if you were going to recycle anything, that would be the perfect thing to bring.
1: Well, yeah, but here's the thing: How does it work that that is a good compost item? But yet, every time it does it on your lawn, you get a big brown spot. You know what I mean? Like it burns it, the grass out or whatever. It's a good point.
0: But if you were using all of that stuff to compost. Yeah. You know, that you, you're using that for like uh, fertilizers and stuff? Yeah. Well, you know, it would seem to me that uh, pet waste is a natural biological fertilizer.
1: They also they don't say what kind of pet. Like, what if you have like, you know, a huge. What if your pet's a blue whale? What if, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> So um, thirty gallons, you know, thirty tons of yeah. excrement. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't
0: imagine the kind of box you
1: need for something yeah. like that. <laughs> it's Pretty a few, big one, I would think. A few trips to the
0: dump is my uh, place. A few. F- a few, and some very strong uh, litter box liners yeah. for a, for a whale. <laughs> because when they unload, they really unload. But I mean, you know, it would be nice to have a place to put all of that uh, pet waste.
1: Yeah. Well. It's interesting that they're doing composting. I, You know, I, we couldn't do that in Chickabee, though. You don't think so? No one would get it right. I just look at the recycling even on my street. You know, there's a sign right there, no pizza boxes. Every week, it's just everyone's got a pizza box on top of the recycle bin. Those, those guys have to be like, what is wrong with these people in this city? It's right there in the decal. I don't understand why uh, pizza boxes don't make the cut. That's a fair question, right? It's cardboard.
0: It, it's cardboard. Right. And, uh, you know, if you have like a pizza a week or more, you know, it, why is that better served in trash than it is in recycling? Maybe it's a
1: conspiracy. I think it is. I think it's a big conspiracy. Maybe big cardboard doesn't want this recycled.
0: Yeah. It's oh, It's a major uh, <laughs> industrial complex. The ones that make the corrugated stuff. That's the good stuff.
1: Hey, I just uh, just saw another news article. Can I? Can I sure. T- Rabid beaver attacks girl in Lake and father beats it to death. So the dad beat the beaver? The dad beat the beaver. Because the beaver was bothering other people? Beat the beaver to death. Those things can take quite a pounding from what I understand. And I have heard that these beavers... <laughs> yes. You know, rabid beaver. Oh, so, yeah, and you got to you know, be careful with that. A very active beaver, beaten to death... By this girl's father.
0: Now, how do they know it's uh, it's it's rabid? Was it like foaming at the mouth?
1: It could have been. Really, it was, it, was it
0: acting strange? in uh, like couldn't an really tell. Inappropriate talk. way.
1: It's, it, I mean, the other thing the article says was in a lake, so obviously this it was wet. So the, you can't tell if it's foaming at the mouth or not. But uh, you can't tell that he beat it to death. You can. Really? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. a, a, a wet beaver. Tail as old as time. <laughs> yes. That's so. It's so
0: true, isn't it? Uh, the Planet Valley forecast. A river flood warning by the Connecticut River in Northampton until tomorrow morning at 4. Uh, otherwise cloudy, clearing. There's a chance of a shower or a thunderstorm, a high of 91. Tomorrow morning, thunderstorms and rain throughout the day with a high of 82. It's currently 72 on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 750 and Bush. With uh, Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni, the uh, the river flood warning by uh, the Connecticut River in Northampton will continue until about Friday morning at 4 a.m. Today it's going to be cloudy and clearing, a slight chance of a shower or uh, to an after to a thunderstorm. High of 91 tonight. Uh, thunderstorms and more rain could be heavy at times. The low of 70, and then uh, for tomorrow Monday uh, morning thunderstorms and then rain throughout the day. And a high of 82. It's 72 degrees right now in uh, in downtown Springfield. The Rock Two Golf Club is back. It's brought to you by Swing Oil Beer. Get 11 rounds of golf to some of the area's finest courses like Wyckoff, Brattleboro, Northampton Country Club, uh, Keeney Park, uh, and more. Only 125 bucks. At some point, uh, all the golf courses are going to dry out and the playing will be perfect. Uh get you're paying less than twelve bucks a round. That's basically what it boils down to. Get one for yourself or for a friend makes a hell of a gift. The Rock One Golf Club brought to you by Swing Oil Beer and Rock One O Two Springfield's Classic Rock. Um I, I, again, uh thank you very much for having me last night at the loft. That was a, that was just so much fun.
1: It was so cool that you came out. It really yeah. was. Um it was uh it was it was fun. I mean yeah. I can't we still have some tickets for the late show. Uh, I hope that people um, buy them now because uh, we're we're they're selling like uh, real fast.
0: Do you uh, yeah. do you realize um, that uh, this weekend, Saturday, yeah, is the final day for the Eastfield Mall? That's it. That's it. That's you know after <sighs> all this time, that uh, is it is finally going to shut down. Well, and it's like. Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, like shopping malls were like, uh, they, it, I mean, that's where we went to hang out. Like your, your whole life revolved around, around, you know, what am I going to do this Friday? How about we hang out at a mall for a few hours?
1: Fairfield Mall in Chicopee. That yeah. was my jam. Yeah, I used to hang out at the
0: Swansea Mall.
1: This, oh, in Swansea, in Swansea Mass. You know, yeah, that's,
0: that's where we would hang out. Yeah,
1: We'd see every other kid in high school hanging out there, too. You, we could we could age ourselves just for if there's any kids listening. Sometimes you'd go to the mall just for an hour to hang out because your parents had to get your photos developed at 60-minute photo. Yes, right, and you needed the time. Yeah, or you'd go to this thing called the bookstore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they actually had those. You know, before the Barnes and Nobles uh, right. were around, there were other bookstores.
1: Yeah, they used to just sell books. They didn't have a Starbucks in it. They didn't sell Legos and toys yeah. and everything Yeah, in else. fact,
0: they didn't even have coffee shops in most shopping no. malls.
1: No. You know, that's another thing. Yeah. Coffee wasn't really a big thing that I think of in the 80s. Like, people, they, there was no Starbucks around here. There was no.
0: There were there was Dunkin'.
1: Yeah. And then nothing yeah. else. But Duncan was like Duncan was all about the donuts. It was there was it wasn't about the coffee. Remember the guy with the yeah the uh, stash the little, there, little the, mustache the porn stash that yeah, guy right. time to make the donuts that guy that that was um, that was all they talked about was the donuts they didn't talk about the coffee then they figured out they made more money with the coffee and now they uh, pushed the coffee. I used to
0: uh, used to go to the the mall every week. Yeah, and uh, and not buy anything because I had
1: like zero money. Oh uh, well, yeah, because you're a kid, right?
0: Right, I mean, but I would hang out at like the uh, at, at the record store at the mall. I'd hang out there for hours, just you know, you know rifling through sure. all the records that you know I could not afford. But uh, but that was what
1: I would do. What were the anchor stores in your mall in the Swansea Mall? We had uh, a Sears. Okay, that's uh, that's a big mall then. You're, now a, you're East you're Eastfield. You're not uh, you're not Fairfield Mall. You're Eastfield yeah. Mall.
0: Well, this would have been Swansea. The, the right, Swansea no, Mall,
1: yeah. I'm saying as an anchor store, Sears was a big deal.
0: Sears was a very
1: big deal. Sears was the anchor store for the Hoyoke Mall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the day, you know. They
0: also had a place called uh, Ann and Hope, which was like a Rhode Island-based yeah uh, department store. Yep. Not so unlike what you'd see at Macy's, but on a much
1: smaller local scale. We had uh, Fairfield Mall had Bradley's. Oh, that's be, good stuff. Yeah. Before that it was two guys, and then on the other end was Caldor.
0: You know what, Caldor had its t- had its time, man. Caldor was a uh, when Caldor started coming around, and we got one. Yeah, the eastern part of the state it Big was like that.
1: Just it changed
0: the landscape.
1: Big news. I remember. Uh, I remember that logo so much. And uh, I saw on one of my Facebook feeds or whatever there was an ad for vintage T shirts with old logos, and there was a Caldor logo, and I was like, I got to go back and find that, and I haven't seen it since. I I, I want a Caldor logo shirt. With the uh, the orange and the brown, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a good combo. They had the rainbow, but it was like uh, you know, it was this is before the rainbow kind of became the symbol of the Pride Moon or anything, and you could tell it was kind of a it was kind of a rainbow that a bunch of guys uh, in suits sat around and made because it had no color really. It was just different hues of yellow and orange. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the '80s repressed uh, guy uh, <laughs> rainbow. Hey, don't put any extra colors in there. You know what I mean? I
0: mean, you go, to a, you go to a mall now. I mean, you know, because so Eastfield's, you know, yeah. shutting down. But if you go to, like, uh, that or Enfield Square or wow. uh, the ones up in Hadley. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, what are they selling there? You know, you know loneliness, you, you know, sad,
1: isolation. Sadness or a sense of feeling your life isn't that bad. Yeah, like if only there were <laughs> another
0: place to go. Oh, there's a plaza across the street. Well, that seems to be some sort of uh, some commerce going on over there.
1: They, the the malls are all switching over to a model of uh entertainment based. That's yeah. I was reading an article on that like a couple years ago. If you think about it, all the stuff you see in going into a mall now is like it's like a go-kart track, a comedy club, mm-hmm. uh Dave and Busters. Oh yeah. It, that's the use of that space now because everyone else is buying crap on Amazon.
0: Yeah, and you know there's a whole population of of, of uh, youngsters. Yeah, that's uh, that's never gonna have an Orange Julius in their system. Yeah. They they are never gonna laugh at the dildos being sold at Spencer <laughs> Gifts in the back, in the back, back left wall.
1: Yeah, I mean not like, that I used to go there and stare at them, but I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I we did. all did. That, did. that was the funniest part of the whole mall. That oh, was the best. You go with your friends, just chuckle have a good that was a good wholesome uh that was a good wholesome thing not what yeah. the kids have access to now and yeah. uh, you know
0: posters in the back yeah and usually like seven or feet uh, seven feet away from all the sex toys which when you're 13 14 years old all you can do is laugh at it. <laughs> you, you're, you're never gonna listen you're never gonna have that you know you know what they used to have this is uh at, at the shopping mall that I uh, at the Swansea mall. There was a store. It was like it was it, it may have even been Spencers or something, you know, pretty close to it. Yeah. They would sell um bongs. Oh, really? back at, then? Back then. It was kind of like a little bit of a head shop. And and it's like this is long before. Yeah, I mean, marijuana was even a was even out you know, normally. I mean, that was like a that was like a scandalous. Like there were reefer zombies all over the all
1: over the state. <laughs> oh, that was the don't touch it, it's the gateway drug. Um, yeah, God yeah.
0: Has. It's like, like you like you you see a guy with a bong. Say, like, where the hell did you get that?
1: Yeah, yeah. At the mall. Oh, those are the, the guy Like when I was in college, they sold them. I went to college in New Hampshire. They sold them in some of the shops there, but it was a very strict thing. You'd be like, "Yeah, can I get a bong?" And they would just stare. You'd be like, "I can't. I really don't sell bongs." And you had to say a water pipe. Yeah, right. Can I get a water pipe? Well, yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so is this is it smooth to smoke weed? Out of this? Uh, it's for tobacco use only? What are you? Are you a pig? Are you a pig? You trying to bust us? <laughs> is there ever? Right. been a
0: single human being alive in the United States yeah. in our entire 230-year history right. of anyone actually smoking regular tobacco
1: from a bong. No, could you imagine how funny that'd be, though, to show up at a party with a huge bong? Everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> and then you whip it out, and you just start packing in some tobacco. You're like, what do you, you guys expect? You, you know, tobacco will kill you, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
0: not healthy. It's 7, 7.58 with Bax Nagel and Marty Caproni in Rock Rock 102. <laughs> following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It's 8.02 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. The Pioneer Valley forecast is brought to you by Planet Fitness, home of the judgment-free zone. There's going to be a river flood warning in effect until tomorrow, uh, 4 a.m. by the Connecticut River up in Northampton. So if you're going to be uh, around that area, be careful and uh, watch yourself because uh, anything ain't all that great up there. Uh, today, cloudy but clearing, Some slight uh, a slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm uh, today, a high of 91. Tonight, that's when the scattered thunderstorms really begin. They could be heavy at times, the low of 70. And then for tomorrow, more morning thunderstorms and then rain throughout the day, a high of 82. It's about 71 degrees right
2: now in downtown Springfield. This is Scott Cohen. Major League Baseball's All-Star Break is sometimes referred to as the black hole of the professional sports world. The Major League season will resume tomorrow night and not a minute too soon. As for the Red Sox, they are 48 up and 43 down, currently in last place in the American League East, baseball's best division. So tough, in fact, that the last place Red Sox would be leading the American League Central by two and a half games. Whatever the case, the Red Sox will take on the Cubs at Wrigley Field tomorrow night. The Yankees just a game better than the Red Sox, and the standings will play at Colorado tomorrow. Ad Wimbledon, American emerging star Christopher Eubanks lost the five-set marathon in the quarterfinals to Daniil Medvedev on Wednesday. Top-seeded Carlos Alcaraz won in straight sets. The women's semifinals are this morning. Tough go for the U.S. men's soccer team, losing to Panama in the Gold Cup semifinals on penalty kicks. Panama will face Mexico, who beat Jamaica 3-0 in the other semifinal. And Celtic news, Kristaps Porzingis, the newcomer, signing a two-year, $60 million extension that'll keep him in a Celtic uniform. Through the 25-26 season, sports is brought to you by the Connecticut Lottery. I'm Scott Cohen with Sports on Rock 102. Stay tuned for Bax's View from the Couch.
1: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters. Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, remember when the Boston Red Sox won their first World Series in 89 years, thereby ending the often-rumored curse against the team? Well, I sure do. And while it's hard to believe that glorious and miraculous season happened 19 years ago, I remember it like it was yesterday morning. I think uh, many of us would have agreed that prior to 2004, we would have given up nearly anything to see the Red Sox win a championship. An eyebrow, a finger, a toe, possibly a testicle. Thankfully, none of us had to do that. But prior to that season, it was always a consideration. Yesterday, it was reported that a police officer in Denver, Colorado, lost his leg during the Denver Nuggets championship victory parade after beating the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals to win their very first NBA championship. Now, obviously, these are very exciting times for Nugget fans having never won an NBA championship before. Clearly, uncharted territory for these people. However, according to reports, on June 15th, three days after beating Miami in the finals, Sergeant Justin Dodge was hit by a fire truck which was carrying several Nugget players. Allegedly, Dodge was trying to control the swelling crowd when his leg got pinned underneath one of the tires. Despite several surgical procedures to save the leg, doctors were unsuccessful, and the officer was forced to undergo an amputation below the kneecap. Now, i got to tell you, this is a horrible, gruesome injury, which I would not wish on anybody. Horrifying, tragic, incomprehensible to even think about. However, the Nuggets did win a championship, their first one in their 56-year history. All things considered... Losing a leg is, theoretically, a small price to pay. Again, prior to 2004, I was willing to offer one or two of my own extremities just to see the Red Sox win a World Series in my my lifetime. And while I wish Sergeant Dodge uh, well and a speedy recovery, mm, the Nuggets still did beat the Heat in five games, and that's still very impressive. But hey, and of my Yappin sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Whatever's for dinner tonight, grill it, roast it, smoke it, or bake it with your big green egg. See Michael at East Lawnbendall Rockies. He knows a thing or two about the big green egg. Inside and out. Good people, rock solid service. You'll find it at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch.
1: Rock 102,
0: Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's eight twelve, and Van Halen, with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni filling in for uh, another day and a half. And uh, again, appreciate you coming in. I I uh, appreciate you
1: having me here and uh, putting up with my half awake. Uh, well, you've
0: had you know you've had uh, you've had yourself quite a run here. I mean, you did the uh, the show in Vermont Tuesday yeah, night, yeah. which was a you know, yeah, and hammer, that was yeah, that's yeah. an all nighter, yeah. Then you had two shows last night, yeah, two shows tonight. Tomorrow, you're going to be like a drooling knuckle dragon
1: slophead, I would imagine. I mean, uh, not that I'm keeping score, but five shows, five comedy shows and three radio shows in three days. And four hours of sleep over a three-day uh, f- span. Probably somewhere around six now if I put all the power <laughs> naps in my car and everything all in, you know. Um
0: I don't, uh, I, you know, I'm not a, uh, a big uh, user of the uh, of the cannabinoids. Yeah. Not yeah. a big, uh, you know, I could take it or leave it. You know, yeah. that's just the way I am. But apparently, uh, we may be adding a new thing to uh, uh. to Massachusetts. Last week, a group called the Mass for Mental Health Options. Quietly, quietly filed paperwork to lay the groundwork for a future ballot campaign to decriminalize uh mushrooms and other psychedelics here in the state. Uh those involved said the uh, the campaign could come as soon as next year. Okay. And two states already have uh have decriminalized uh psychedelics, Oregon and Colorado. Uh, neither state has been able to have a dispensary uh put up, but it, they are now decriminalized. And you know, here in Massachusetts there's a couple of Cities and towns that have um, that have basically uh, lifted the bans on on psychedelic Ooh, mushrooms. Can
1: I guess one? Can I guess one? Sure.
0: Amherst, close. Uh, uh, Cambridge, Somerville, Salem, and Northampton.
1: Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay. Perfect.
0: Uh, federal law bans anyone from growing or possessing uh, cy- uh, mushrooms. Uh, although a handful of Massachusetts communities. Have taken small steps to decriminalize possession within their borders. Northampton being one of them, but you know, based on the the research that's uh, been conducted at places like Harvard and uh, and other places, uh, they appear to be effective in treating in treating conditions like PTSD, depression, yep. anxiety, and other conditions.
1: You know this is going to happen, right? I agree with you 100%. Totally going to happen. I think it's going to happen. And, I mean, I don't know where you feel on this part, but do you agree that it should happen?
0: I would like to see a little bit more research done on the effectiveness of these things for things like depression and PTSD. I would like to to see some, some more definitive stuff. Because if, to be honest, if we're able to use these things and microdose them in a way that is healthy... Right. for people to use, I got no problem using an organic su- uh, you know, compound to replace things like chemical pom- compounds that we're making in a lab.
1: Right. Now, when you say research, does it count if I talk about my buddy Stoney from college? Um,
0: the fact that, that you've got a clinical? buddy named Stoney in is, college. Is that clinical or non-clinical? I don't know if that's clinical. No, probably not. But I'm I'm sure he's got... His, you know, large uh, you know, files. <laughs> they
1: seem to work great for him. Yeah, he was always happy and smiling. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. I I actually support this. I don't even know about any more research. They've already done some research, and I'll tell you why. It doesn't even matter to me about the research. I find it insane that you can have something grow in your yard that you don't even plant. It just happens. It grows. Yeah. And the government could come in and be like, "Whoa." You are in possession of a class whatever narcotic, right. and uh, that's criminal.
0: So if it like rains and all of a sudden right. you, know, you have mushrooms in your front yard, right. are you now committing a crime? Right. No, I don't think so. No, I would think that something like that would be uh, would kind of be. I think it's I, I that, that would be discarded as a charge. That's like an inadvertent you know growth of a, of a fungus.
1: I think it's like everything else. As soon as the government figures out they can tax it and make money on it. It will no longer be a bad thing, whether that's gambling, whether that's weed, maybe next is mushrooms. Maybe after that is uh, who knows, you know,
0: the uh, the deal with this, um, this initiative is the filing describes the potential measures or proposal to create access to uh, to psychedelics and then remove criminal criminal penalties for personal possession across the state. Beyond that, they're still working out the details uh that uh that would regulate license supervised psychedelic therapy like in other states not retail not legalization not necessarily for take home you know not like dispensaries like like you know like marijuana but that there would be you know Medical
1: it would it supervised would, exactly yeah, yeah
0: yeah exactly and to be honest with you you know there's enough people who were taking you know antidepressants right. and uh you know and and all kinds of you know, SSRI you, you medications, which may or may not be fully healthy for everybody. If there's another option to take, I got no problem with it.
1: Well, let me let me uh, let me say this. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, I don't know about the extra research too, because you know the way a lot of these pharmaceuticals come to market with drugs, they originally put the drug in for one thing, and then they come out with another. They go, oh, it actually helped clear up your skin. All right, we're going to do this Retin-A for your colon, but it's actually an anti-acne thing. And they're like, here you go. (laughs) I haven't had a single
0: pimple in my my
1: buttocks. Right. Uh, Mushrooms, to me, are they're natural, number one, right? Uh, uh, I don't know if you can overdose on them. I'm sure maybe you you probably can, but... I've never heard, now, if you're on antipsychotics, a lot of these people who do these mass shootings and stuff are on those. Actually, a lot of those people who do those mass shootings, the people who are coming off of them. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, typically, it's not the people who are on
0: the medications. It's when a a person says, hey, I feel good, I don't need my medication anymore. That is a big warning. And they stop taking them. Right. Because, you know, typically, if you go to a doctor and say, I want to get off this one medication, they titrate you down. Yeah. So that, it's, so that it's safe. If you just stop taking a medication, your body and your brain go absolutely haywire, and that's what winds up happening.
1: I don't know if uh, it's just because I'm overtired, but I always look at someone's vocabulary as a sign of how smart they are. You just said they titrate you down. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever even heard that word before. You are clearly a smart gentleman. Well, Marty, I don't mean to brag, but uh, you know, I did graduate in the top third of my high school class. <laughs> Well, that's good. I I think I told you before I graduated uh, bottom two, but uh, one kid died one kid moved away. So uh, I, I was, you know, I was... I so beat, by, attri- I
0: so by attrition, sure. I know that's
1: another large word for you. <laughs> Very big by, word. By, by attrition, you are now <laughs> dead last. But you've never heard of anybody on mushrooms causing a, sh- a shooting, right? Uh, not that I can uh, no. recall. And the micro-dosing, which is the big thing that they're talking about doing, I've heard it doesn't even have the psychedelic properties. Really, it just makes people feel better. It opens up some sort of neuro pathway, yeah, and it it helps cure depression.
0: Well, and I I would like to see you know how that. I will. I I don't even know if you can even you know figure this out. Like if you did like a side by side comparison right. of someone who you know, you know who who may be on say I don't know pick one say it's like a uh, you know, Prozac. Someone who's on Prozac. You know how do they respond to Prozac? differently than they would respond to a psychedelic in a a micro in a microdose well i don't know how you because you know different people's chemistry just you know some people go handle a prozac some people can't handle a prozac
1: i i will say this without sounding like a total conspiracy person there's ever there's never money in a cure do you know what i'm saying so i know so prozac's one of those things that i feel like they put you on and a lot of people are on that you're just on it because it treats the symptom but it doesn't treat The problem, you know, this stuff that they're researching on microdosing sounds like it treats the problem. It rewires people's brains and then they don't have depression anymore. Again, that's why I want to see
0: that research, because if that's true, then this is a much better option than something made in a laboratory.
1: Well, I'm going to call my buddy Stoney from college right after the show. Yeah. If he picks up the phone, because it's probably a pretty...
0: I don't, is his last name Stone, or is Stoney just uh, more like an
1: adjective? His name was Matt, but we just called him Stony <laughs> Because I don't know, he was stoned so frequently. Very much so. A we lot gotcha. of mushrooms and a lot of marijuana. Yeah. I have a weird feeling. I've, I haven't talked to him probably since college. I have a feeling if I seek him out, he's probably like a CEO of a major company or something. Now. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I can... <laughs> Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> I certainly could see that happening. It's uh, eight twenty-two with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Rock One Hundred Two, Rock One Hundred Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's eight twenty-nine in Queen with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Rock One Hundred Two. Uh, listen, the uh, there's rain in the forecast, and I know that's a big shocker because it's been so dry. Uh, but there is a uh, there is a warning out that if you're going to be by the river, look out, especially by uh, Northampton. Uh, river flood warning is in effect until tomorrow morning at 4 o'clock. We're going to see uh, some showers uh, tonight that will continue throughout tomorrow, a high of 91 for today. It'll be a little bit cooler tomorrow with a high of 82. It's uh, currently 74. The good news about this, while some of these uh, thunderstorms could be severe, um, I mean, there will be problems. Don't get me wrong, but you're not going to have the, the flooding that you've been seeing in, like, you know, pictures of Vermont you won't see that quite here to the same degree. There'll be there will be issues, but uh, not to that not to that degree,
1: at least not yet. But it's important to note that uh stay out stay off the river, right? I mean,
0: yeah, you know, they did a... I don't know if it was Western Mass News or uh 22, but they they did a, another story uh yesterday and 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 reiterated that the reason why it's not safe to be walking around in flood water is because you can't see the stuff that's floating around in the water because it's filthy. And so if you think you can walk across the street in flood water and all of a sudden there's a tree underwater and it's
1: floating down the street, uh, that tree could knock you down and kill you. Yep. Well, there's also been stories, and I might have even seen a video of this. Um, Sometimes, like, when they have, like, a street that's flooded – you know, like the manhole cover or the storm drain or whatever will yeah. fall will fall in. And you think you're walking across the street and then you step in and now all of a sudden you're you're eight feet under, you know what I mean? And no, then there's nothing down there you want to see. No, no,
0: not at all. No, no it's, not at all. it's not it's not against well, Stay not a good away from place. the
1: river, instead come to Loft Comedy Club Saturday night to see <laughs> Doug Key. <laughs> That's a higher, elevated uh, parcel of land, top of a top of a beautiful cliff that overlooks uh, Holyoke. You can see it on fire all summer. It's better than fireworks, and uh, <laughs> and there's no chance of flooding, none. Yeah, I will not guarantee there. it, or half your ticket back. Oh wow, that's good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice to have at least some. <laughs>
0: Some recompense.
1: So we're a new business, you know, yeah. a new business. Gotta I understand. You got to do what you got to go. do.
0: Gotta do. <laughs> we got news coming up next to Rock 102. 834. With Baxson Nagle and Marty Caproni, it's time for uh, news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. Uh, as I told you before, there is a river flood warning on the, at the Connecticut River in Northampton until Friday morning at 4 a.m., Uh, today it's going to be cloudy and clearing for at least a little bit of the day, but then showers are going to develop, maybe even a thunderstorm uh, with a high of 91. Those storms could continue throughout the night. They could get heavy at times, low of 70, and for tomorrow, uh, morning thunderstorms with rain throughout the day and a high of 82. Governor Moore-Healy toured uh, flood damage across western Massachusetts yesterday by air and on the ground, speaking with responders and people who saw their homes uh, you know, damaged by the, uh, the, the floodwaters in a flash, a uh, blink of an eye. The assessment of the damage might lead to Federal Emergency Management Agency aid, which could take weeks to happen, but it could lead up to that. Healy's flying across the Western Mass uh, helicopter tour over Northampton and Williamsburg and the hills. And then another flight to Northampton came hours after floodwaters crested on the Connecticut River while the region continues to dry out. Highway workers still reconstructing washed out roads and awaiting all clear for bridges to uh, that have been closed for inspection. State Agricultural Commissioner Ashley Randall of South Deerfield was also expected to tour flood damaged farms yesterday. Healy said her flight to uh, Northampton showed how badly the uh, the Connecticut River's bottomland had been damaged. She said when you look at the Connecticut, for example, that's how it's just uh, it's just how brown it is. You can see flooding gives you a very good sense of what was here and what people are dealing with. Uh, More than a dozen towns and cities declared local emergencies since Monday uh, about these uh, these floodwaters. The bulk of the recent rain fell Sunday into Monday. That we already know. But it was Wednesday morning that the Connecticut River in Massachusetts started to achieve its highest reading. Nearly four feet above flood conditions. That's according to the National Weather Service. That's because most of the water... Uh, is finally coming down from the rain that happened in Vermont. They got hit much harder than we are, than we did, but now we're starting to experience it. The river is expected to subside by uh, maybe this morning by nine, and then out of flood stage by Friday at nine. But uh, the rain for tonight and tomorrow could complicate that prediction. Uh, but the uh, but it has uh, unlikely to have a massive effect. That's according to Bill Latham, a meteorologist from the National Weather Service, basically saying that the rainfall from these upcoming thunderstorms would increase the risk of future flooding, but there is nothing fit in the immediate forecast of the same caliber from the earlier storms in Vermont.
1: I just find it funny that after a helicopter tour and everything, the big takeaway was, that water's really brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, it took a flood for anybody to in Boston to notice. <laughs> hey, I think... There's loads of effluent flowing in that same <laughs> in river. river. That's a yeah. uh, it's been brown for months. I, I give credit to her for coming out here at least, you know. That's more than we uh, get from from governors sometimes, you know, coming out and taking. Well, I don't know about
0: that. I mean, we had the
1: uh Oh, Charlie Baker was you know, Charlie The Charlie Baker
0: but, when, yeah. when when there was the tornado, Charlie uh what was it? Charlie Baker or was it um
1: it might have been Duval Patrick.
0: I think Deval Patrick did come out here. Yeah. And I believe he rolled up his uh, his white sleeves and uh, the, the moved politician move yeah, moved some refuse. Yeah, but Charlie Baker would have done that.
1: Yeah, I like that guy actually. You know he uh, he loved he loved uh, Westray. He used to come out to the Coffee Cup Bakery, which is one of my favorite bakeries. He'd go there. He'd go to the fort. He'd uh, he'd call us. Come
0: in here a couple times. He, he came in. Sure, absolutely.
1: Oh man. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, see, we could have we could have had more helium than I. She could have watched me be overtired and almost nodding off. That would have been riveting for yeah,
0: her. Yeah, that would have. That really would have capped off the trip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a traffic stop in Chicopee turned into a drug arrest on Tuesday, according to the uh, the Chigami Police Department. An officer pulled over a car. Uh, for speeding on Fairview Avenue Which I uh, mentioned before Was the very same street That my sad divorce guy apartment was on
1: It's uh, You're the second person I know Who has had a sad divorce guy apartment on uh, on, on that street? On, uh, yep And you know the other person I'm not going to say it But we talked about him the other day off air
0: Oh, okay
1: I didn't realize that
0: that's where he's uh, That's Make where he's sure hanging things. out yeah, yeah, yeah Well, then he probably saw officers uh, Pull uh, a <laughs> 20-year-old Emmanuel Nievis over And uh, where he had a large bag Of what was believed to be Marijuana on his lap Uh, Pretty large, in fact, uh, large enough for uh, police to arrest him. Uh, Officials confirmed that after the search of the car, they found another bag of marijuana uh, where the passenger, 18-year-old Sebastian Johnson, was sitting. That's like now two bags of marijuana. Plus, there was a mason jar with additional marijuana. Bonus jar. And packaging. Uh, They were both placed under arrest. Authorities also uh, claimed that there was $14,000 in cash in that car.
1: Probably unrelated.
0: Now I'm not uh I'm not a criminal justice major <laughs> at all. But I think that the marijuana and the fourteen thousand dollars in cash
1: are clues. You think they're connected
0: in I, some way?
1: I don't think they were gonna go to the Brimfield uh, Well, maybe they were antiquing, yeah,
0: antiquing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're they're on antique roadhouses so like they, uh what do you think of this painting? Also, what do you think of this huge bag of weed in this mason jar? Where what do you think the prices of that between seven and fourteen thousand dollars? We'll say.
0: <laughs> but wouldn't it have been great if if you found out like if they like if they if they're in court and they they play we're innocent, uh, not guilty, Your Honor, because we were
1: literally just going to antique. I, that first of all, I, we gave their lawyer a great defense right there. Yeah, Your, uh, my client was looking to buy some garbage for his house, as you know. And, uh, Your Honor, uh, this weed, uh, a lot of people don't realize, was actually George Washington's original weed. Yeah, it's and, got historical uh, <laughs> relevance, and so
0: we would like to submit it as as an historical landmark.
1: <laughs> I I revised my earlier position on this arrest. So earlier, I was like, well, I was really proud that they didn't, uh, they weren't selling fentanyl or heroin or anything that's really life damaging. But I picked up another detail when I watched you so expertly read that news where you said there was a large bag of weed on his lap when he got pulled over. Yes. I mean, come on, dude, you're begging at that point for the cop. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm the cop, I'm like, really? You're not going to just throw it under the seat, make any effort to scramble around and hide it somewhere in the car? You're just going to leave it on your lap? like?
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know what kind of car it was. That, that's not part of the story. But I got to believe there's enough trunk space to conceal... Two bags of marijuana and fourteen thousand dollars worth of cash. So I wouldn't have that,
1: you know, up in the front seat. Yeah, I would. I I would agree with that. You know, unless you know, maybe maybe it's like one of these Mini Coopers. You know. Oh yeah, there, you're yeah. limited to. Or yeah. like a,
0: like an old style uh, yeah. VW Bug where the trunk space yeah. is actually in the front.
1: It's like I told you, like they when they catch the drug dealers on the mopeds in Springfield. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always like, that's a terrible vehicle to deal drugs on. And I was like, I couldn't think of a worse one. And then now they started arresting people on horseback. Yes. Terrible choice for a drug dealer to be on horseback.
0: Well, I mean, a horse can, I believe, can run in speeds faster than a moped.
1: Yeah, okay. But much uh, less uh, conspicuous. You know what I mean? You can't do a drop. (laughs) (laughs) And then the cops show up like, what does the suspect look like? I, I don't know, sir. Uh, he's the only guy uh, wearing gang colors on a horse. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe that's. A, any other descriptions? Yes, it had an air freshener on its head <laughs> and its hooves. Its hooves, they spun yeah. at the light. The, uh, the air, horseshoe an, spun. on An, the, an
0: air freshener head. in the shape of a crown. A yeah, 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 there exactly. you go. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Terrible yeah. choice. You got to, yeah. you know, the, again, you. you you hear stories like this, and you and you wonder whether you know any discussion was really given to. <laughs> okay, how do we? Okay, first, let's have a, a plan B. Right. Okay, let's get a, a getaway vehicle. And uh, what should we get? Well, all I got it's a skateboard
1: <laughs> or a moped. So they're, they're going down the line yeah, in, in and, the drug headquarters. They're yeah. like, and it's not a longboard, so it's like uh, you, you could <laughs> get two people on that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, rollerblades, a razor scooter, yeah, or a yeah. horse. Horse seems a little fast. <laughs> I like think we could probably use the horse. I, I would think. I, you know, you feel bad for in that scenario is the horse because you know, with all its other horse friends, it was on some beautiful rolling estate in like Simsbury or something. Yeah, right. And it's watching its brothers and sisters leave in air conditioned trailers to go live on their estates. And then all of a sudden, just a Corolla towing an old U-Haul trailer pulls up. Like, we'll take the horse. Yeah, right. <laughs> the horse is like, oh God, please not Springfield. You know, oh. Now
0: it's an ur- now it's a, it's an urban urban, urban equine getaway vehicle. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no Powerball winner last night. That means the uh, the grand prize jackpot for Saturday now balloons up to eight hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Of course, there is the you can all take it in one big fat. A uh, tax ready lump sum of four hundred forty one point nine million dollars. I, I I'd take
1: uh, I could find a way to squeeze uh, squeeze through with that. Eh, four hundred forty one. Then you got taxes on that. No, 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 no. but you're you get tax, you're only get
0: taxed once, though. Getting taxed
1: that one big time. Oh, that's true. I would if I, so. I, let's say on taxes. What are you going to pay? Forty percent on taxes, I roughly like. 180 million on taxes yeah. backwards blah, 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 44220 you're you're gonna walk with like 260 million dollars just is like a quarter billion yeah but can you really get by you know is the question
0: I think that's enough to lose your to uh, leave your job I think
1: that's uh you know, as long as you don't go crazy with the money it's you know <laughs> You want to be that guy who goes, listen, I would never leave this job. I love it so much. Meanwhile, you have that app on your phone counting down 292 days. Well, I mean, I don't know about that. Uh, uh, Marty, oh, where, well, where are you at? Where let, me, you? let
0: me, uh, let me uh, take a gander. It's uh, <laughs> Oh, 2,985 days. Oh, wow. 15 hours, 15 minutes and 34 seconds that's amazing that is when I will be walking out the door unless you unless you win Powerball tonight well you know Marty that's a possibility well Saturday's the the next drawing um and mega millions for, for Friday for tomorrow night is 560 million dollars
1: and then I gotta come in here while Steve says uh M- Marty's covering for backs this week <laughs> and actually that week may be extended because he just won 875 million dollars yeah. in Powerball well I, I if I uh, don't fall asleep from now till the drawing's <laughs> over. I, I if I get a ticket and I win and I walk with two hundred sixty million, I'm going to give you one million, one well, million dollars. One million. Thank you, Marty. That's You're very welcome. generous. You're welcome. You're but generous. I
0: can't be certain that you won't fall asleep between now and an hour and a half from it's, now. It's it's been real rough. <laughs> it's real rough. <laughs> yeah, the Pioneer Valley forecast again: uh, rain in the forecast for uh, today. Uh, Well, later today, a a chance of a shower. Tonight, the thunderstorms uh, could happen. It could be heavy at times. Tomorrow, uh, more rain, more thunderstorms, a high of 82. ninety-one for the high today. It's currently 75 degrees right now in downtown Springfield, the Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 850, almost 854. And Don Henley with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni uh, filling in uh, for tomorrow. Got to get you out of here. <laughs> I got
1: I to gotta allow you to take uh, take some rest, my friend. I I got to I got to tell you, I'm on uh, I'm on fumes, but it's like that weird thing where I'm almost giddy and goofy. I don't think it's uh, perfect for radio, but
0: uh, no, but it'd be perfectly like <laughs> if we were doing like the Mayflower Marathon right now. Oh, the best! And you were on, and you were joining us for that because that's how we are. We just get slap happy by seven o'clock at night.
1: I went down this year because I was uh, I wanted to check out the new digs. Yeah, you know? and I yeah. went down, and you guys definitely were exactly where I'm at right now. I Remember <laughs> it? You were like having breakfast sandwich it was falling all over the the floor of the <laughs> RV. I was like, all right, are you guys okay?
0: That's uh, yeah, that's one of the uh, the hazards of doing that event. It's a great it's a great event. I love doing it, but. The exhaustion you feel after being on the air all day long, and you know, brutal.
1: It's, it's how long does it take you to recover? That's my question.
0: Uh, it, it, uh almost four days, four or five days. By even even like the Monday after, even taking you know Thanksgiving and the weekend yeah. off, I'm not a hundred percent. Still, I'm I'm still dragging
1: on that Monday. You know. I hope this year people remember this conversation, and I hope the Foo Bank and all the people remember that level of sacrifice. That means you haven't had a Thanksgiving where you weren't deliriously hallucinating in probably how many years? Uh, it, well, next year it'll be 30 years. So, okay, okay. <laughs> so to you, Thanksgiving is just always this. Uh, yeah, and, when, and you eat turkey on that on that day Oh, so, fan. so between the
0: tryptophan <laughs> and the exhaustion i can the idea of like you know going to someone's house yeah because i used to go to my sister's house every every year but like now it's like man i don't i don't have you don't the have energy, energy to even get to even
1: find the car or grab my keys <laughs> you just go let me get one of those uh thanksgiving subs from d'angelo's <laughs> and just eat that no. call it call it a thanksgiving yeah
0: but i will have had to have bought that sandwich the day before because i'm not leaving the house <laughs> <laughs> it's 8.56 of Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni in Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 9-11 and the Scorpions with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni in Rock 102. Tomorrow on the show, Yakov Smirnoff. Uh, he is a part of a, a new project called Cubaverse. It's not his project, but uh, we'll talk about uh, that. Uh, he's also got like some kind of uh, residency in Branson, Missouri, which... A Ukrainian comedian in Branson, Missouri, must be absolute
1: magic. That sounds sounds like someone just took two random things, you know, like one of those uh, things you have in your fridge where you put words together and you (laughs) form a phrase. (laughs) Ukrainian comedian Branson, Missouri. It does almost sound like a Mad Libs. Yes, it really does.
0: (laughs) We also may be talking to Alicia Dennis from uh, People Magazine Investigates. Their uh, new season just started Last Monday. So that may also happen uh, tomorrow too. Uh, Let's see. uh, If again, uh, Loft Comedy Club. Yes. uh, Uh, Mark Norman. Absolutely hilarious last night. So glad. I'm so glad that uh, my wife and I went to that. So much fun.
1: I was so glad to see you guys. I could see you guys laughing from the back of the room, and that made me happy. You know what I mean? Because I knew I had you out pretty late for a school night, you know? And. you guys seem like you had a good time. and we, It was worth it.
0: We did. the The crowd was uh, on fire. Yes, and it's, a, it's a really great room to see comedy. Granted, it's it's it was the downstairs room.
1: Yes, the big room. Yep. But you you showed me the upstairs room, and I, I can you know, I can totally see where that works. It's it's uh, it's awesome. It's super fun. Um, and you know, if anyone's listening and they want to, uh, there's the the early show's already sold out. For, I, I believe for um, for tonight but the late show still has some tickets not a ton but some uh, so you know if they jump on com right now they could buy them and they can also buy tickets for a Saturday show with Doug Key who's also super funny and usually tours with Mark Norman so um it's it's uh, it's 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 a great little week of comedy here absolutely it's
0: good to have him back it's 9:13 with Bax and Nagel and Marty on Rock 102 Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock it's going to be uh, sort of crappy for the next couple of days is the river flood warning by the Connecticut River, Northampton until tomorrow morning at four. Today is going to be cloudy, could clear from time to time. But there's another chance of a, th- a thunderstorm uh, today and then a high of ninety one tonight. More thunderstorms, more rain could be heavy at times, a low of 70. Kind of the same thing for tomorrow morning. Uh, thunderstorms rain throughout the day. A high of eighty two. Check out uh, Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week is Joe Keithley from the uh, Canadian hardcore band D.O.A. Fascinating story about this band, but also about Joe's life. He's not only uh, the, the member of the band for the last 40 years, he is also a city councilor in his hometown of Burnaby, British Columbia, the third largest city in the Canadian province, uh, about a quarter, of a, million, a quarter of a million people. Really interesting stuff you can find it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and rock102.com. It's all brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. Find them at uh, znmhomes.com and rock102, Springfield's classic rock. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. That's it. We are. I gotta let you get some rest, man. I I, I can't
1: continue to drag you through this. It's uh, it's like having a different person in here. It's uh...
0: yeah. You know, listen. I'm not. Uh, I'm not complaining. That's not the way I do things. I'm,
1: I'm... just saying that uh, I'm feeling for you because I've been there myself. Yeah, it's like I'm back in college. It's like I'm back in college. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, thank you again for coming out to the show. I had to say that. Thank you again for coming out last night. Yeah, it was my pleasure. It was awesome.
0: Uh, tomorrow on the show, Yakov Smirnoff is uh, is going to be uh, joining us. Comedy okay. legend Yakov Smirnoff.
1: I'm going to get a napping for that one. Is this right. a great country or what? Uh, is is it great country or what? Yeah, that's right. You still got that accent. 45 years. After uh, I'm the pretty sure. Yes, Still got the accent.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Check out the daily podcast. That's going to get posted later on this morning. And Dan Williams up next on Rock 102.